0: Welcome to Lost in Revision. All of our content is public domain literature, fairy tales, and folklore. Our goal is to at least break even to cover our expenses. So any support that you can offer to help us reach that goal helps keep this podcast going and you entertained. All of our music is by Nathan Hubble and is used with his permission. Thanks and enjoy the show.
1: Chapter 3. Paul's boyhood. Part 1. Though many of the facts concerning Paul Bunyan's boyhood are still enshrouded in mystery, enough are known to show how, from the very beginning, he began to develop those characteristics which made him so famous in afterlife. The first task which confronted Paul's father, after he had finally found a suitable location for the new home, was the construction of a house. This was a tremendous labor for one man to attempt, for this time he planned to build a habitation that would not only accommodate his rapidly growing young son while he remained an infant, but also afford him plenty of growing room through all the years that must ensue ere he should reach manhood. I am determined that he shall not outgrow his father's house again. Mr. Bunyan explained to the boy's mother. This time I intend to build a cabin that will shelter him until he is grown and able to strike out for himself. Why, just think how dangerous it would be to build a house that is just large enough for him now, and then have him some night while he is inside suddenly grow too big for the place. We might never be able to get him out. So he set to work right manfully, hewing down great trees, shaping them and notching them, and piling them near at hand until he should be ready to start rearing the walls. Young Paul, of course, stirred by the insatiable curiosity which was always characteristic of him, crawled and rolled among the chips and shavings where his father worked taking a great interest in all that was done. His father's tools became his playthings, and never was he happier than when he was able to get hold of a sharp axe and, in his baby way, chip and batter a tough tamarack stump into dust or beaver a great pine log into small pieces. He cut most of his teeth on a broad axe, gnawing it so badly out of shape in the process that his father could never use it again. Thus it can readily be seen that his earliest interests were for the things of the woods, and it is not strange that these interests should have persisted and grown stronger through all the years of his life. His father proceeded apace with the new house, and in a shorter time than one would think, he had it completed. Both he and his wife were very proud of it, and greatly pleased to know that they at last were again able to have their little son under the same roof with them. It is regrettable that the figures of its dimensions have been lost, for it was in every way a most remarkable structure, fully equal to the task of sheltering a presidential convention, or a six-ring circus, had such things existed in those days, without overtaxing its capacity. The new home was far from any settlement, but Paul's father believed he might be able to get in touch with the outside world once more by floating down the river which flowed nearby, judging that the fine timber which stood so thickly in every direction would bring a good price if only it could be delivered to the mill. He cut down a great many trees, made the logs into a raft, and floated down the river. His experiment was highly successful, and after several weeks he came stalking back through the forest, burdened down with the huge pack of fresh supplies for which he had exchanged his logs. Pleased over finding a market for his timber, he set to work again and soon had a much greater store of logs ready to take to the mill. Paul, who was by this time big enough so that he had just been put into his first pair of pants, and who was feeling himself quite a man as a consequence, had, as usual, been watching with greatest interest all that his father did and imitating in his play the labor of his parent. Seeing the great pile of logs which lay beside the river, ready for making the big raft, he became quite energetic in carrying out a new idea that suddenly stirred him.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Check us out on Patreon. You can help us meet our small goal of breaking even and covering our expenses. Your support helps pay for all of the things that podcasting requires, and helps keep this show alive and growing.